Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. We are moving right along in the month of April. Can't believe it's almost halfway there as we, seems like we just had April Fool's Day. Uh, I know it's been an actual, an exact month right now from when college sports and the NBA and everything else kind of started to get canceled. So we were wondering what it would be like. And here we are one month in. I want to thank Fred Monteblanco for his, uh, his uh, recording yesterday. It was a pleasure talking to him. It was great getting some insight on his old transportation business and how Uber and Lyft transformed that as well as kind of how our our relationship has developed over the years. So it was great talking to him. Today we have an, another great guest. His name is Rob Hugelman. He's from South Dakota, lives up in Sioux Falls. He's been uh, affiliated with the American Association of Professional Baseball for quite some time. We'll let him tell his uh, his story and just some of the things that he enjoys. Uh, he will have a unique perspective in the fact that he is one of the biggest fans of sports officials that there is. There's not many people who are fans of referees and umpires, but Rob is. He's a he's a great guy. He he has great sports knowledge and a great uh, invested knowledge in officiating at all levels. So we'll give him uh, a little roundtable time to, to, to go around and, and just say whatever he would like about uh, refereeing and umpiring and, and his experiences. So uh, we have a full slate of guests this week. On Wednesday, we'll have Bill Barnes back again with his Wednesday weekly weigh-in. Uh, he will be the uh, recurring guest every Wednesday. He's been on twice and uh, gotten a lot of good reviews. He will definitely bring you some excitement and uh, may say some things that aren't popular, but this podcast, we try to get all kinds of different viewpoints and just uh, let some people uh, go go right at it. So looking forward to having Bill on. On Thursday, we'll be joined by Sean O'Leary. He is a baseball coach in the San Gabriel Valley. He works at Temple City High School with their pitchers, and he's also the head coach of the Arcadia Astros, a summer program. And we'll let him tell you about that and why his program is different and the, the different things that that uh, they find important that maybe other programs don't. On Friday, looking forward to this one, we're going to talk with a good friend of mine from junior high, from high school, uh, Bill Ritter. He lives up in Portland, Oregon. He's in the music business. He does some sound recording. He has his own band as well. We used to play music together way back in junior high and high school, but we'll let him tell that story. Looking forward to having him on. Um, and that'll fill us up for the whole week. So, uh, be sure to tune in. We got some great guests. I guarantee you'll take something from everybody starting today with Rob. A few housekeeping items. Make sure to go on our Facebook page. Give us a like if you haven't already. Follow us there. You'll get all of our episodes uploaded uh, daily, Monday through Friday. We'll have a show for you every day, whether it's a 20 minute show or yesterday's went pretty long with Fred, about an hour 15. So, You'll find all the information you need there. We're still working on some other social media avenues, but for now, the Get Home Safe Facebook page 
is where to is where to find all the information. The other spot to find and follow us is on the Anchor app or the Anchor website. That's where all podcasts are distributed. You can listen to this podcast in other places, uh, as I'm sure most of you already do. But feel free to tune in if you if you do get to the Anchor app and you sign up. I think all you got to do is put your name on there, and if you give us a star, you mark our our podcast one of your favorites. That helps us out greatly. So another feature on the Anchor podcast app is that you can leave a voice message if you want a 10 second clip, uh, however long you want to talk. We can include those those voice messages on our podcast if it comes to uh, anything of, of note. But you can also send us feedback, any questions you may have, any topics you may want to talk about. Um, and and we can always uh, we're always looking for more guests to come on the podcast as well. So please, uh, with the Facebook page, send us a direct message into the uh, through the messenger on the Get Home Safe podcast uh, Facebook page. So thank you so much to all those who are already following. Appreciate the support. We we now have over four hundred uh, plays from all of our different uh, episodes. Uh, and uh, last weekend we had some some great following. So thanks again. Again, we want to keep this interesting. We want to keep things organized. So help us out. Give us some topics. And if you're interested on in coming on as a guest, please let me know. Um, that should do it for today's intro. We're going to go right into the recording with Mr. Rob Hugelman. And we hope that this is something that you enjoy. Uh, we will ha- be on shortly after the recording to just say our farewells. And without further ado, let me give you Mr. Rob Hugelman. Okay, I'd like to welcome in a special guest today, a good friend of mine. From way up in South Dakota, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, to be exact, Mr. Rob Hugelman. How are you, Rob? I'm doing good, Matt. How are you? Oh, I'm uh, as as best as can be. You know, with today's uh, way of life and the quarantine and everything uh, here in Southern California, we're in a busy lifestyle, and it's it's a little odd that everyone has to stay indoors and not do much. What's it like up in South Dakota? It's about like that, too. Uh, I have not gone out of my apartment much at all in the last uh, three to f- three weeks or so. So it's been it, it's it, we we've stayed quarantined here quite a bit as well. OK, yeah, it's uh, South Dakota is a lot different than uh, Southern California, uh, <laughs> but Definitely, it was it was fun being up there a few times in the in the summers of seventeen and eighteen. Uh, that's where our paths our paths crossed. But let me talk about uh, Rob a little bit. Rob, when I started this podcast, I didn't quite know what I was going to talk about. I'm a big sports guy, mm-hmm. but I'm also involved in officiating quite a bit. Uh, and I thought, what bigger fan of sports officials is there? than Rob Hugelman, because I think I think you are a, a huge fan of officials. And just tell us about your love of officiating and, and love of officials and what what where that all started for you. Well I I kind of got started in it uh back in uh back in high school. Uh, uh 
in high school, I went to a lot of the uh, basketball games uh, at my high school and I got to know some of the officials uh, there and got to become friends with them. And that's kind of where, kind of where it all started. And then it went, and then it got out into other sports as well. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, there's not too many fans uh, of us out there, Rob. I hope, I hope you know that. And so it is a unique, (laughs) it's a unique perspective you have, Uh, but you've, uh, you've always been a a sports fan, always been involved. You have some unique, uh, you have some unique uh, knowledge of sports officials just because it's been such a passion of yours. So uh, what, who are some of your favorite referees, uh, umpires, just, I mean, just a couple names for us that you really uh, are passionate about. Well, uh, you know, uh, my, some of my favorites actually go back to, uh, go back uh, years ago, uh, you know, in football for me, it was uh, for, for me in uh, NFL, it was Jerry Mark Bright, uh, Red Cashin, uh, some of those uh, guys, uh, baseball, I, baseball, I was, a, I, I, I always liked uh, Harry Wendelstead. He was one of my favorites uh, growing up, uh, getting into baseball and, um, and uh, believe it or not, uh, Joe Crawford was one of my favorite NBA officials. And so I always, oh, yeah. en- I always enjoyed whenever they were working games and I had the I was fortunate enough to watch them on television. I always watched them and and saw how they uh, did things, and it always kind of caught my attention how they how they work how they work their how they work games uh, themselves. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, those are some great names, some legends uh, in all different sports. And and Rob, I want to talk about you for a second. You're a pretty humble guy, so uh, but allow me to to talk about you for a second. You've not only been a fan of officiating, but you've been involved in the American Association of Professional Baseball for a while. And that, uh, has, there, you, you're at most of the, the home games of the Sioux Falls Canaries. Uh, you, you are always in uniform with us when, when we're working, working mm-hmm. together. You have a little unique perspective, perspective that you're up in the stands, really, not, not on the field. But I can tell you, mm-hmm. after working with you plenty of times, that you're definitely uh, on the field with us uh, at all times. Oh, ab- absolutely. I absolutely. Uh, I'm always, I'm always, uh, I'm always on, uh, on the umpire side, of course. And, uh, you know, and I always look for ways and uh, ways that I can help, uh, that I can help guys, uh, help the umpires get better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, just be just be there for them because because you know this when we when we go into the ballpark uh whether it's for a day game or for a game at night uh there aren't many people that come to watch us do our job correct uh, and so and so i i try to be that one, one person that 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 it that is on the umpire side and that comes to the games to watch the umpires and to, like I said to 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 see if I can help them get better uh, and uh, and it's really something that I enjoy doing. 
Yeah, we're, we're so happy that you do it. I know you've you've been a very positive influence into that league and just ev- everyone who, who crosses paths with you has come across not a, not just as a better umpire, but a better person. So I want to go into your background a little bit, Rob. You mm-hmm. what you went to professional umpire school in what year? And that had to be a pretty unique experience, right? Because there probably hadn't been anyone uh, in your situation that had done that before. Is that correct? I, that's correct. I went in 2006. Uh, I went to Harry Wendelstead's uh, school down in uh, Daytona Beach, uh, Florida. Uh, and nobody in my situation had ever done that. Um, I had wanted to, 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 go, to go down to an umpire school to see what it was like and to see what, what all goes on. And and uh, Harry was uh, gracious enough to allow me to come down for a couple of days and to see what what goes on on a daily basis, both on and off the field. And I got to meet the instructors and meet meet a lot of the people that uh, meet a lot of the students that were there. And uh, and it was really it was really a, a great experience for me. And 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 it's something that I know I will uh that I will remember for the rest of my life. Outstanding. Yeah. I think umpire school is something that if you experience or whether you, you go into professional baseball or not, it is definitely a, a five week stretch that, that you just can't forget. And, and Rob, what was the conversation like with the staff when you told them that you wanted to come down to, to umpire school? I mean, had you been on a field physically before or did, did they kind of ask you what you wanted to do? uh just just in your situation or or what what was that conversation like well the conversation was really um i i called uh i called harry wendelstead's house and uh and i told him my situation and and uh he called me back uh, a few days later and he told me that he couldn't uh he couldn't put me on the field for the five week course because of different uh, constraints that he had, but, mm-hmm. he, but he allowed me, he, but he said, you can come down uh, for a couple days and we'll, and, and uh, we'll all be here and, uh, and, and let you in on the, on the full experience. And so it was very nice of him to, to do that. And and I'm very and I'm very grateful that he gave me the opportunity, uh, the opportunity to to do that. Oh, very cool. I mean, it's it's a great story, and I'm sure people have talked about it a lot, uh, especially when it happened back then. But how how did it work, Rob? Were you, were you just kind of uh, you wheeling yourself around all the all the different angles on the field, or did you have someone uh, behind you pushing you along, or were you directing them where to go? How did how did it all take place? Paint a picture for us, if you will. Sure. Um, I basically, basically over the time that I was there, I was basically another student. Um, I took the same test that, that the other, uh, mm-hmm. that the other, uh, students did. Um, and I was, and I was, I was graded on, on them or, you know, they, they were corrected for me like the other students tests were and then when we got out onto the field uh 
I wasn't, I didn't go on the field, but I, but I went around and, and watched different things, uh, different things that they were doing. I watched uh, uh, some of the situations that they would, some of the controlled situations that they would have themselves in. And I, I, and I watched some of the cage work with balls and strikes. And so by the time, uh, you know, during that time, I was able to, I was able to look at a lot of different things. Awesome. Very cool, man. Like I said, you, you could definitely tell when you, when you talk to you for the first time that there's tremendous knowledge there, not only as a student once before, but just a student of the game itself. Uh, you definitely have a, a good eye out there for everything you're looking at because you've been trained to have a good eye and uh, it's just very beneficial. So it, it was a bit of pleasure for me working with you in 2017 and 18 and one thing Rob always does is anytime you communicate with him, uh, he usually either starts the starts the sentence in a text or, or the phone call or, or ends it with, hey, partner. Hey, a great, great job, partner. I mean, once you're a partner with Rob, you're a partner forever, right? Yeah, that's and that's that I'm, I'm grateful that you that you, that you say that. I, I appreciate that. I I try to do everything that I can to help help umpires get better uh whether it be uh giving them advice or um answering any questions that they might have um just anything that i can do to to help them i i come to the ballpark every night and that's what i'm that's what i'm there for is to is is to help them i'm i'm there to help them get better and uh and uh, and I'm and I'm happy to help in any way that I can. Oh man, that's awesome, uh, Rob. Tell us about an experience you had. You told me about this when we were up there, but you told me you got to uh, just a special treat. You got to sit in basically with an NFL crew one time, right before they had a game. Can you just tell us about how that started and just the entire process of that? Sure, absolutely. Um, how the process started was I was sitting in my mom's house on Thanksgiving day, uh, back in 2015, I believe it was. And, uh, and I said to myself while watching one of the Thanksgiving day, uh, games, uh, I said to myself, I wonder what it would be like to actually sit in with an NFL crew and be able to talk with them and, 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 just get into their world a little bit and the things that they go through as a crew and as individuals. And so, uh, and so when I went home, I, I sent an email explaining who I was and what I, what I wanted to do. And, and um, I sent the email off to uh, uh, John Perry, who was, who's an NFL, who was an NFL uh, mm -hmm. referee at that time uh, I sent the email to him and then he forwarded it to the league office he forwarded it to Dean Blandino and those folks that were that are in the uh, league office and a handful of days later I got a reply back from uh, Jerome Boger who who's a who's a uh, who's a referee in the NFL and he uh, he invited me to come and be part of their uh, meeting 
when the Minnesota Vikings played the New York Jets in Minneapolis. Um, and so the day before the game, I went to their hotel where they were staying, went into the conference room where they had their meeting. Uh, I sat next to Jerome Boger through the entire meeting. Uh, he was very nice. The crew was very nice. Uh, they, uh, they were very accommodating, very welcoming. And they uh, basically, I, I, I sat in on their entire uh, meeting from start to finish. And one of the nicest things about it, too, was uh, Jerome said to me before the meeting started, he said, if you have any questions about anything that you see that we go through or anything that we talk about, uh, just stop me and ask me and I'll answer it the best that I can. And I, I must have sat through, I think it was maybe a two, two and a half hour meeting wow. uh, with, with everybody on the crew there. Um, and I got to meet a lot of really nice people. And then after the meeting was over, we went out, we went out to dinner. Uh, I got to have dinner with, with all those guys. And it was, and it was one of the best uh, non-baseball experiences that I've ever had and and it's something that I will remember uh, for the rest of my life. Wow, what a privilege! What an honor that uh, I for a lot of sports officials, especially anyone involved in football, that would just be so much fun. This was the night before the game, just being a being a fly on the wall and listening to him talk. Were you able to go to the game the next day? I I was um, I cool. was and uh, and through the entire game for, for, for three plus hours, I sat there and watched the officials through the entire, through the entirety of the game from in between, um, you know, each play. And then I watched what they did also during the, uh, during the commercial breaks. Cause, cause you know this from watching games on TV, you know, when they go to, when the, when the networks go to commercial, we don't see, we don't see those types of things. Yeah. But, but, but I was able to watch what they did during the commercial breaks as well. You know, if they had any type of uh, maintenance things or types of um, logistical things, uh, just game operations type things that they had to do. I was, I was watching the officials the entire the entire the entire game from start uh from start <laughs> to finish that's cool and i think once you start doing that as a as an official yourself you start doing that it's like it almost it changes the game for you i talked to my brother a little bit about mm -hmm. he's not a, an official but i said what's it like having a brother who's involved in this stuff and he said you know it's it's informative you, it changes your outlook a little bit you watch things that maybe you didn't before but for guys like you and me, yeah, we watch everything those guys do. And, and, and like you said, everything. I mean, getting water between during timeouts, who they're talking to, what they're doing, how they throw the ball around, just everything. Right. And it's so impressive. People have no idea what goes on behind the scenes with the guys at the highest level. So it's, it's really cool that you got to sit down and do that with them. Uh, I want to ask you, when, when I met you up there in South Dakota – there was one guy you talked a lot about as far as in a football official, mm -hmm. and he's in the Big 12, I believe. He's a white hat, Correct. and 
you said you just you like you really liked him and would love to even meet him Sunday. So what can you tell me about uh, Mr. Uh, Reggie Smith? Is that correct? That's correct. Um, I I've watched him uh, work some games in the Big Twelve, and if and if you're familiar with it, Matt, I think he was in the the Alliance of yes. American Football, and he was yes. in the, and he was in the XFL as well. Uh, yes, because a lot because those same officials that were in the alliance uh, were assigned to the XFL uh, when it when it when the league got restarted uh, again. Um, I just I, I like him because I I like how he 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 controls he controls the game. The game never seems to get out of hand, and mm-hmm. he, and he puts he puts his crew his officials in the best position that he can and puts them in a position to, to the extent that he can, he puts them in the best position that he can so that they can succeed out there on the field. uh, You know, every, not just every game, but every play because every play Mm -hmm. is, because every play is different. And, you know, and, and, and even if you have a, a play where you where where you make where you make a mistake or something doesn't go right you have to have a short memory because because the next play is coming up and you and you have to be you have to be prepared each each play each situation uh with 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 other officials out there you may not be directly involved in it sometimes mm-hmm. but, you, but you have to be prepared no matter what because you don't want to you don't want to put yourself in a position to where you're not able to do what you need to do because you're not prepared he he, he prepares his officials the best that he can to do the best job that they that they can do as a group and i just love the way he handles uh on field uh on field situations and just the way he talks with people he's he, he will listen to you but he also wants <laughs> you he also wants you to understand that that he's in charge too yeah i think i i see reggie and i you know i've never met the guy but mm-hmm. just your perception of i think he's a leader i mean he's yeah. He's like you said, he has control. He's got a booming voice. Uh, great, great just demeanor about him. And, and he's a leader. And I think there's a lot of guys like that, Rob, that that just are, are great faces to the game that that you and I love, just the different sports. Right. Uh, I really you, – you still have not uh, met him yet, have you? I have not. Okay. Well, I hope one day you get to. I know he's one of your, one of your favorites you, you'd probably like to cross paths with and maybe uh, someday – that that'll happen. So Reggie, if you're listening out there, you got a big fan in South Dakota and, and, and Rob Hugelman. Um, let me ask you this, Rob, what are your thoughts uh, on some of these officiating analysts we have out there? It started with Mike Pereira, who mm-hmm. I, I'm fortunate enough to work, work with on, on the weekends. Uh, Dean Blandino now works there at Fox, but it seems like every network, and even in other sports, such as basketball, they're bringing in 
these officiating analysts. The NFL has one almost for every channel now. College football has it. What are your thoughts on how it's how it's been with all those guys, and who are some of your favorite guys to listen to? I well, I'll take the I'll, I'll take the uh, first part of your question first, and I, I think I think for I think for each I think for the sports that have done it to this point, I, I think it's, I think it's been great because uh, you get, you, you get to, you get to see what those particular folks are looking at because as an analyst, you know, the average fan probably realizes that at some point they were in that position as well when they were on the field or on the court uh, active. Um, I, I think it's, a, I think it's a great way for, um, for the, um, for the average fan to see how, yeah. to see how, to see how the officiating side of things is done in certain sports. And I think that it, it's been very beneficial for the, for the networks to have uh to have um, these officiating uh, analysts um, out there now, and uh, as far as my favorites, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Gene Steratore on CBS. <laughs> yeah, he's, absolutely. He's he, he has done such a he has done, I think he's done a marvelous job over there uh, with them. Um, you know, whenever there's a whenever there is even a hint of a question, uh, you know, and regardless of what the situation is, uh, they will they will bring him in, and they will they will they will have him uh, clear things up uh, for for the fans watching. Uh, and he he does I think he does such a I think he does a great job at CBS. I'm I like I like Mike. I like Mike Pereira as well. Um, I know uh, they have they have also have guys on Monday Night Football. I know Jerry Austin started out there, and then and now and now John Perry is the is the mm-hmm. analyst on Monday nights now. Uh, and I think what helped, like in in Gene's case and in uh, John's case, is they were active officials. And you, and you could say this for Mike Carrera too, because he's an act. He was an active official as well. Uh, and but also, but with Gene and with John, they just recently retired. Yeah. So, so they so they so they so the way the game is played today, and the way the game is officiated today, they were a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Just just recently here within recent years. And so they're very familiar with the with the way the game is officiated, the way the game is played, uh, the way the rules are, are, the way things are called now. And so and so that helps them ha- having them there because they just recently left the field as an active official. Mm-hmm. And so they're very aware of how the game is officiated today, how it's played, and how and how and what the officials are looking at now, because you know in today's 
excel in college football, for example. Uh, the game is officiated uh, differently than it used to be. Uh, basketball is that way now, too. Uh, you know, the way that the, the way that games are officiated there is different than the way it used to be. Yeah, and you know what's what's funny, Rob, is the one sport that hasn't quite dipped their toe in, in this pool with having an officiating analyst is mm-hmm. baseball. I, I don't see Major League Baseball having a guy out there yet because there's plenty of time, especially with these, these long replay reviews, mm-hmm. where, okay, it is, yeah, sometimes it's just a safe or out issue where – you can look at it a bunch of times and repeat and but it would be nice to have a voice of a former major league umpire or someone uh, who, who umpired to comment on it. And when weird rulings do come up, they have someone to go to, whether it be an obstruction play or, or something like that. So mm-hmm. I don't know why baseball is, is a little behind in that area. Uh, but uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, it is, it is a little bit, it is a little bit unusual that baseball hasn't really uh, hasn't gotten into that side of it yet. And, and I'm like you, I don't know. I don't know why the, I don't know why the, um, why major league baseball really hasn't done anything like that uh, yet. Um, Maybe it'll, maybe it'll come in time. I I don't know. I can't, I, I can't really answer as far as to why they haven't done it. Because you know, like you say, there's there's a lot of situations where even if even if it's just a simple or simple outer safe at first base on a close play or a, a, a play at second base, uh, you know, a, a slide at second base, or or on a steal play, for example, something like that, where where the where the analysis would would come in quite uh, handy uh, for for those that are. Are, are are listening are watching the games but i i, I don't know why uh, i really don't know why baseball hasn't really uh hasn't really uh thought to bring in an analyst uh i'm sure i'm sure there's been some thought on it but i think they've just been hesitant for whatever reason or maybe there's been different uh, situations come up or there's a lot of stuff we don't know behind the scenes in major league baseball for sure but it would be nice especially with all the ejections even like hey what what just happened here because yeah. it looked like it was a quick hook oh well you know if you're the analyst or, or you know, umpire expert rules analyst you say well yeah. uh more than likely i don't know what he said but it was probably something he shouldn't have said yeah. uh just anything anything right there because there's nothing worse than hearing uh, a non-expert in a field try mm-hmm. to sound like an expert. And and I say that as someone who's talking into a microphone right now about uh, really anything. And it's just opinions and every, you know, that I have really, but mm-hmm. I sometimes broadcasters who are not those officiating analysts, some of the things they say have to drive you crazy. Well, yeah, sometimes it does. And, but also too, you know, if you're if you're working for a certain team, uh, regardless of who that team is, you really you really kind of oh you really kind of have to have a, a a different perspective because you're working for that certain team and they and you know you want to be want to be kind of 
kind of want to lean toward the team that you're broadcasting mm-hmm. for, but, but, but again, uh, you know, they, you know, they have their opinions on things and until, mm-hmm. and until we, and until there is an analyst, until baseball steps up and brings in an analyst to, uh, to handle those types of things, I think you're going to see that. I think you're going to see things like that uh, continue to be the case. Yeah, no, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, well, Rob, I know that you know baseball season's coming up for for everyone. That uh, for you guys in the American Association, who knows if if you guys are going to get on the field or not and, and play games, but everyone else is just kind of waiting around. So we'll, we'll get away from baseball for a second. I know what your kind of daily life is during baseball season, but outside of baseball season, what is kind of your daily daily life like? What are your, your interests? I know you go to a lot of sporting events, right? So tell me a little bit about what, what things are like daily for you. Well, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I, I go during the off season uh, when we're not, on the field and we're not, and, 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 and we're not, and I'm not working games. Uh, I, I go to a lot of, uh, I go to a lot of hockey games. We have a, we have a, we have a hockey team here in Sioux Falls and I'm a season, oh, cool. I'm a season ticket holder with them. Uh, and it, and it basically, and basically um, hockey, uh, it starts uh, in October uh, usually and goes all the way through to April. So it really, it really, um, it, it, it gives me enough interest during the off season. Uh, so I, I go to, I go to all, I go to all the games, uh, uh, you know, with that. And, you know, unfortunately with what we're dealing with in the world today, uh, the season got cut a little bit short, um, unfortunately. But but again, you know, there's going to be you know in October when the season starts up again, um, it'll be something that I'll it'll be something that I'll be watching with 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 a lot of interest. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. I think the country right now we we need sports and baseball is. Uh, was supposed to start up basketball was headed towards the playoffs. So I don't know what they're going to do with the NBA or the NHL, mm-hmm. but all I know is it's baseball time. I had to put all my gear away from my college season and it's been very, very weird. So we hope to get back to normal, whatever normal is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, uh, you know what, we just, we sit around and wait and, and it's, it's frustrating Rob, but it is, you know, it's unfortunately it's the hand we've been dealt. There's nothing we can do about it. We got to stay positive. We got to uh, maybe watch some old sporting events to, to get our fix in stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, what are some What are some of your favorite uh, sports memories? I'll say from like an officiating standpoint. I know you used to talk to us all the time about some of your favorite situations with referees and some of the quotes you've heard. Um, have you thought about back to any of that with with no live sports going on or watching any old sports? Yeah. Um... I, I've basically, uh, basically, uh, you know, I, I try to, I try to, um, I try to uh, think back to, uh, you know, the times, uh, when, um, times when I've, uh, 
you know, when when I was when I was younger and starting to get into officiating, not not so much not so much watching that sort of things, but just thinking back in my mind about, you know, just just going back to like when I when I first started meeting some of the guys that I know from uh, from my high school from back when I was in high school when I started getting into officiating. I had a lot of good memories of of uh, of, of uh, going to games and seeing some seeing some guys that I knew. Uh, I am and just reliving some of the just thinking about some of the uh, some of the t- times that they uh, to to meet them and to be uh, to, to be friends with them and and um, and I thought a lot about. Uh, you know my NFL experience that I had. Uh, yeah, with those guys, because like I mentioned earlier, something that I something I always remember, I'll never forget it. Um, I think one of the things about that particular um, thing was that I, I, the whole process of how it all played out, I, I thought, you know. I decided I was the one who decided to write the email and get the process rolling. And I didn't and I and I didn't think I didn't ever think that it would turn out to be the way that it to, to end up the way that it did. Gotcha. Well Rob, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. I don't know if it was uh, our connection or, or what the situation is, but it's uh, coming in a little a little scrambly, a little scratchy there, but um, we're going to wrap it up here shortly. Rob, what are there any other uh, things you wanted to talk about or any questions for me? Well, um, you know, I know not really questions. You know, I, I know that with what we're all dealing with, uh, you know, now uh, with, with uh, this virus situation that everybody's having to deal with, you know, for me, it's just, uh, making sure that everybody's staying healthy and staying safe so that when we so that if we if and when we get a chance to go to get back out on the field and and do what and do what we love do what we love to do that we have an opportunity to do that oh man absolutely rob and uh you know unfortunately didn't get to see you last summer but the the two summers we got to hang out a little bit and work together was a lot of fun it was a pleasure meeting you it was just a, you're, you're a great guy, a great partner, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll, you'll always be a, a partner to, to me. And I know to, to everyone else you've worked with, uh, you know, my buddy, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Barnes, we talk about you a lot. Uh, so they both say their hellos and uh, we will talk to you again soon. I really appreciate you coming on and it has been a, a pleasure to talk to you, man. It's been a while. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure too. And, uh, and I uh, hope, uh, hope, things continue to go well for you there in Southern California and stay, stay uh, healthy and safe and we'll keep in touch. Oh, for sure. My friend, thank you. And hopefully we'll get back to sports here and have some more stuff to talk about. So thanks again, Rob. Thank you, Matt. Okay. Another thank you to Rob Hugelman on a great interview It was great talking to him, and we hope him and his family stay safe up there as we do for everyone else out there. 
We apologize for some of the scratchy audio towards the end, but we're still a work in progress here on our end, trying to make sure everything is proper and I'm learning you can't really touch anything or move around too much, so bear with us. We're working hard to put out a better product. Hopefully it's improved constantly. Uh, one thing we're trying with our guests because we're bringing in more guests now is is uh, I found a way to uh, – it's pretty self-explanatory, but uh, it took me a while <laughs> uh, to figure out how to put on music for the podcast. So what I do with each guest is I've been asking them – Give me two songs, a song you'd like to have before your your interview and, a, and one for afterwards. So uh, we try to do that and, and put those a song kind of to bookend each the interview, two different songs. Now, if you are not listening to this through the Anchor app, then you will not hear those songs. I think there's some copyright issues or something, but that is part of the deal when using the Anchor app and using music. It can only be heard on the Anchor app. So we also have like a seven-second Inter, interlude or something, some type of little sound that we put in there. And that's why you, if you're on the Anchor app, you actually hear both of those sounds. So we're still working on things, what sounds good, what doesn't. And so, again, any feedback is good. Uh, I won't listen to all of it, but uh, all of you know, all of it is appreciated. So thanks again to Rob. Appreciate the listenership. Uh, Anchor app is the way is the way to listen best to our podcast to get all the content, all the music, everything in there. We're trying to start the show with a, a different song each time and also end it with a new song. And again, you're only going to hear those if you are on the Anchor app. So you may have a little diff- little, little different listening if you're on a podcast app or, or iTunes or something, but that's just a heads up from us. So we look forward to having you back with us tomorrow on Wednesday, the middle of the week, and we bring back Mr. Bill Barnes, the weekly Wednesday weigh-in with the man, the myth, the legend. So we hope to have you back with us to listen and uh, thanks again for another great episode looking forward to the rest of the week here we're like i said we got some great guests with a lot of energy a lot of perspective it should be very very exciting so thanks again for listening again our facebook page get home safe if you happen to uh, be on the old social media and uh, spread the word again feedback's appreciated Hope to hear from you guys. So no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around at third base, guys, get home safe.